Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay. Hello, everyone. It is Aurora and Kristen. We are here in Dear Media Studios in LA with Barely Filtered, and I am beyond excited for today's guest. You don't even know this, but I've been following you for years. You pump me up. I love the memes and the personal growth that you share, but Nazanin Mandy is here with us. She is a actress, singer, model, and life coach. She has modeled from everything from Vogue to Savage Fenty to CoverGirl. She's a transformational life coach and founder of Bloom and the author of The Art of Gratitude. So thank you for being here today with us. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to meet you in person. Love you both. And I, when she told me that you guys were starting a podcast, I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, this is amazing. And I'm just grateful to be here. And I know that we have, you know, a lot in common and a lot to talk about. So So much to talk about. And with our title, Barely Filtered, we try to keep it as unfiltered as possible. As you should. And I love how honest and vulnerable I was stalking your Instagram last night. You wear your heart on your sleeve. And like you said, there is a lot to be talked about here today. For me, particularly because I am in the middle of a divorce Mm -hmm. and you are going through a divorce too, for someone you were with for 18 years. Yeah. I mean, just to see what has bloomed out of, you know, seemingly a tragic time people would do. I mean, that's that's right. a huge part of your life that you are pivoting huge. on right now. I mean, how do you take a situation like divorce and then grow all of these amazing things from it? Like you in the middle of your mm. divorce, you started what, a new business. I did. I started a new business. I bought my first home by myself. Good for you. Thank you. Which was a mission on its own. By yourself. That is, you know, props to you. My <laughs> dad is you. on his like 12th time of bailing me out of life right now. And he's just like, <laughs> pay for the wedding. And now he's like, yeah, you're, yeah. my inheritance is dwindling. I mean, you know what? That's amazing, though, that your parents are so supportive. That's yeah. beautiful. What are parents for? <laughs> exactly. Well, so you, as a woman, have completely changed. Oh, Talk about that growth completely changed and in the span I feel like of six months honestly and I know that sounds outrageous slowly than suddenly right it mm-hmm. was like all these years of trying to find myself mm-hmm. and not getting it and missing the mark and falling into depression you know and dealing with like body dysmorphia and all of these things that I dealt with most of my life I just couldn't get it right until I was tired of my own bullshit Went to therapy, started working on myself, started to become very spiritual. And then I started to shift my mentality and was like, you know what? I have to choose myself. And it is probably the hardest decision I've ever had to make, but it was crucial to 
becoming a full-fledged woman for myself. Yeah. I like what you said about, I was tired of my own bullshit. And I think that's half the battle is taking accountability, not to say you've done anything wrong, but kind of looking into that mirror Mm -hmm. at yourself, with yourself, by yourself. Right. And really not to be cheesy, but asking yourself, who am I Mm -hmm. and who do I want to be and how the hell do I get there? And And how did you get there? Oh my gosh. Falling over (laughs) and over and over and staring at yourself in that mirror, as scary as it is, And sometimes all the years that I stared at myself in the mirror, we still have the rose colored glasses on until we take them off. And I just kept staring at myself and kept staring at myself. And finally it just clicked. I had enough. I was tired of not living up to my full potential. Yeah, I feel that so much. I feel just like sometimes it takes 25 times of riding that same fucking merry-go-round and you don't learn it your lesson until you learn your lesson. Right. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I, I want to hear more about your story because I'm kind of stuck on that merry-go-round right now where I'm mm-hmm. like coping with my divorce mm-hmm. in the ways that I know that are bad for me. But I'm like, I'm just like, next week I'm going to stop. Next right. week I'm going to stop. The week after that I'm going to stop. And like, we know when we look in the mirror with the rose-colored glasses on that we're not, that that we're not doing it right. But it's like, we put it off and it's like, Sometimes I feel like you just have to hit that rock bottom. Absolutely. And then, like you said, in six months, the ground, like the growth that you can make in six months is so profound compared to like just putting it off and putting it off, putting it up forever. Exactly. Exactly. And the point that I always try to make is that we evolve when we're ready, truly ready. No one can force us to Mm -hmm. evolve, right? But as cliche as it is, we, we can't really give up on ourselves at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. It's hard when you're trying to juggle career and and life and friends and family and children. It's just, I, you know, I haven't experienced that yet. You know, yeah. I can't imagine going through my divorce and having to experience that. That's a whole other layer, you know? And yeah. it's, the point is, is you have to keep going. Yeah. One day at a time. I always say one step at a time. You have to keep going, especially when it pertains to finding who you truly are. And what steps did you take? I know you mentioned therapy. Yeah. You had this realization, hey, I, I need to change. I need to find who I am, mm-hmm. especially without my partner, because that's kind of a, a crutch, right? Like our partners oh. are, whether it's healthy or not. Yeah. You know, exactly. We, there yeah. are there are some boundaries there, but this is for the first time, essentially, you're on your own. Right. What tools was it, whether it's therapy, meditating, what tools like did you really lean into that you found mm-hmm. that were helpful? Well, first and foremost, therapy, because I had to get to the root of my fear and insecurity. I had to understand how this developed, when it developed, yeah, and why I was letting it take over my life. So this wasn't really about the divorce, because it's like, it's deeper. How did you change? It's It's, like, what was wrong with the girl before? Like you were on the cover of all these magazines. You were like, to the outside world, you were doing amazing. It's something that took me a while to realize and, and for it to set in. And I let it happen and I take accountability for it. You know, over the years, I fell back into the shadows, even though I was working and I did have some really amazing moments, I wasn't quite getting to my full potential. And I knew it. I grew up singing and dancing and acting. You know, that's what I did growing up. And, you know, getting into a relationship where we both had nothing and then fame came. And it was like, how do you in your 20s transition together and grow together? You're, and Chris and I have talked to enough infertility specialists uh-huh. to know, don't ask somebody why they don't have kids. But here I am asking you, <laughs> why didn't you have kids? You know, I was always very fearful of having children. Why do you think that is? Change, mm-hmm. not being a good enough mother, busy schedules. And I grew up 
instability. You know, my parents are, I come from a very close family of three younger brothers, huge, you know, we are big on tradition. Like I'm used to that. So, you know, there's a lot of culture and tradition and, and I was so used to that. And I feared that I wouldn't bring enough to that to the table. There were so many fears that I let stop me. And then now how ironic, my cousin, who's my best friend, my rock, she had her first child, a daughter, three months ago. Aww. It's like the What's most... her name? We'll tag her here. Alora. People want to see the baby pics. <laughs> yeah, my cousin's name is Nadia, but her daughter's name is Alora. Oh, okay. that's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. And she's stunning and like such a good baby. She has single-handedly shifted my mentality when it comes to children. Oh. I, yeah, well, I'm going to call amazing. bullshit on that because I think you've healed yourself. I have. That is I a have huge part of it. I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. Like people are like, oh, well, n- something happening now. I feel like I want to have kids. But it's like, it sounds like you did a lot of inner work. I did. And maybe now you're just at a place where you are you feel more whole to give yourself Absolutely. to a child. I do. I do. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now I'm single. And now I want kids. What oh, is happening? Oh, you can happening? find a penis anywhere. <laughs> Don't even worry. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yes, you are right. But yeah, now it's like, OK, I'm 36. And I'm like, do I freeze my eggs? I was just talking to somebody about this. And I'm yeah. like, is that the next step? Like, what am I doing? I don't know. I think so, right? I don't know. I, I, I'm like a big proponent right now of freezing eggs just because uh-huh. my sister just uh, is in the process of doing it. She's younger. But I just feel like it's such an amazing thing to be able to give women the mm. option to like not worry about it as much. Like to like, as somebody who kind of, I feel like I... I rushed it. I mean, I, I, it's not that I feel like I did anything wrong. I think the timing was perfect. I'm right. going through the evolution of everything I need to. But like, I don't know. I just don't like when people make decisions based on fear because, mm-hmm. because then of the society. I'm playing that, catch up right yeah, now. We were yeah. actually right. just talking about how society has set this timeline of women mm-hmm. that are you. Was it your fault because you didn't have children or right. you should have done that by this age? You know, right. you've been together for all these should have, could have. Yeah. I hate the word should. Should is just such a silly word because we, I mean, look how much your life has changed. Yeah. Right. You're going to have a totally different life now. Which is mind blowing to me. I yeah. like, I feel like I'm getting a second chance at everything. Yeah. Which is so crazy. And I don't take that for granted ever. Mm-hmm. Like that is it's something. Beautiful. It's beautiful. And it's taken me a lot of time and hard work to get here. And it's discouraging at times too, because you're like, man, am I, Am I lost or am I starting from scratch? Am I starting from the new? And right. it's, it's like a fine line. Yeah. What's that? that you know? There's this quote I saw about the people who actually don't focus on the end destination. They actually focus on the journey. Those right. are the people that find success and true happiness. Ugh, that is. And it's so true because, I mean, you are on this journey right now mm-hmm. and there is no end in sight per se. Right. And but you are finding yourself, which is so beautiful because mm-hmm. I think so many people don't want to put the work in right. or they want to victimize or they want to blame the ex-husband or the job or the schedule. They want to blame. Yeah. And you've done the work within. And how long have you been on that 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 journey right now? My life began to shift when I turned 30. That's, That's the best. And you're 36. Yeah. So that was the shit. 30 was the shake. And then is that when you started the deep work with therapy? And No, I started deep therapy when I turned 30. That was 30. Yeah, that was 30. So that was my own personal internal growth time. Right. Okay, guys. So you know that I kind of have a preference for the favorite sisters. And it's usually the Culpo sisters because, you know, I happen to be one of them. And I think we're pretty great. 
However, I will say I have been watching the new episodes of The Kardashians, which is on Thursdays streaming on Hulu, and this is not to disappoint. Kim and Courtney pick up where they left off, fighting like sisters, but nothing comes between family, as I know. There's definitely some new developments this season. There's new feuds, new relationships, blind dates, a fabulous family vacation, of course, and an unfortunate fashion mishap, and things turning on a dime, just to name a few. Chloe has a surprise house guest, but as usual, it's not what you think. And in case you haven't heard, Courtney and Travis are having a baby. The famous matriarchy is giving the deepest look into their personal lives yet. And I am fully here for it. These ladies are just moving forward together as a family. And family time is our favorite time. I mean, it's my favorite time, but it's mostly my favorite because it's just a chaos shit show. And this new season is nothing short of that. So you can catch them, the new episodes of the Kardashians. It's on Thursdays, streaming only on Hulu. You guys are not going to regret this. I am fully hooked. And you can catch all new episodes of the Kardashians on Thursdays. And that's streaming only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey Kreppel, full-time YouTuber, part-time preschool teacher, and now the host of the podcast Circle Time. Join me every week as me and my guests mix the childlike wonder and conversational openness and acceptance of preschool that we're all nostalgic for with the realism, honesty, and wisdom baked into adulthood. With classroom-structured roots, we'll rehash standout moments of day-to-day life, dive into buzzy pop culture moments, and really just get to know each other on a deeper level. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Kreppel and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Time. <laughs> okay, so you start, you know, you start this journey around 30 uh-huh. and then you guys get back together and you really decide I'm putting myself first mm-hmm. and you recognize that it, it's time. Yeah. And from that, you went through the heartbreak, you went through, you know, the the motions of the, or sorry, the steps of like grief, essentially. Yeah. And then you started to think of others. Mm-hmm. How can I give myself and my story to others? So right. tell us about that journey and where that, where that became with you bloom. You know, I, for the longest on Instagram, you know, I would post what I was doing or, you know, my campaigns and like, mm-hmm. or lifestyle, like lifestyle stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I want to show a deeper side to me because this is such a huge part of who I am. And I started posting motivational things that I believed in or that motivated me. And I noticed 
it started to really resonate with people, like yeah. genuinely, because I was being genuine. And I was like, hey, I've been through this. Hey, this is what I believe in. Have you tried this? And I was like, oh, it's really sticking. Like there's something here. Yeah. And I talked to uh, my personal trainer like years ago, and I was telling her how it fueled me to feel the feedback and to give. And she's like, that's like a life coach, mm -hmm. you know? And I couldn't put my, I couldn't put the name to it of what it really was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're right, it is. And then I started doing research and looking at certification courses and schooling. And I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it the right way. I'm gonna go to school, I'm gonna get certified. I'm gonna learn as much as I can and pass on this knowledge. And I did. And I did it right before the pandemic hit. Perfect timing, Man. a lot of problems <laughs> was, coming up. Girl, it was crazy. And I was actually, I got certified. I was gonna launch in May, 2020. But during the pandemic, there was so much happening. And you know, we all had our own pandemic experiences. Yeah, yeah I could have really yeah. used you then. Yeah. Where, where, where were you? <laughs> I could have used me too. I was like, I, it got to May, 2020. And I was like, I don't feel authentically ready to give advice. I'll be pushing it. Mm -hmm. And I need this to be as real as possible. Especially in that field. It has to be. It has to be. People will smell the bullshit real Absolutely. quick. Absolutely. Yep. And I was like, I need to hold off. Like this is, it doesn't feel right internally. I really, it would be more of a performance, mm -hmm. you know, than a passion. Right. So we're not going to do that. Not sustainable. Not mm -hmm. at all. No. And People need value. Absolutely. Yeah. And if I'm going to do it, we're going to bring value to the table. So I waited and I waited how long? Until November 2nd, 2022 to launch. Because I was going through my own shit. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't the right time. Yeah. So I, I, I love everything that you're talking about with like your personal journey and, and listening to your body and everything. And I know, so you, which this story actually made me laugh when I was researching you. Oh no. You were, you were literally, this is every girl's like dream. You were scouted at an in and out for being a like to be a model, which is like what everybody thinks they're going to get when they come to LA. And then you also met your husband being on his music video, your ex-husband being on his yeah. music, music video, which I think is another daydream of, of women. So I thought those were just so ironic. Yeah. But talk a little bit about your journey with your body. Because I'm hearing that now, like, you have healed in mm -hmm. some way where mm -hmm. you're feeling like you could even, like, call in a baby, you know. Right. And what's it like being a model and going through this kind of body dysmorphia? And is it part of what you add into your life coaching? Yes, I do. And it's something that I, I talk about when it comes to life coaching. But for me, my history with body dysmorphia started very young. I was 11 when it started. Oh, wow. Somebody very close to me told me that I needed to watch what I was eating and that I was gaining weight. At and 11. At 11. And it was somebody very, very, very close to me. Mm -hmm. And it obviously really resonated, which always brings up the topic of we have to be careful what we tell the youth because they just soak it in. They soak they're it in. Sponges. Yeah. They're yeah. sponges. You know, we even the little things that we do, like they're picking it up. And yeah. it's that's what happened with me. And since then it was this battle. I would, I would not see what other people saw, body and face at all. It was something that people would tell me like at photo shoots, like I would feel bloated. Come on, like I, now I can laugh. I didn't be like, mm -hmm. that was so unnecessary, but I would wear extra, you know, something tied around my waist because I didn't feel thin that day. Or, you know, it was those little things. And then it stopped me a lot from being 
as confident as I could have been. Isn't it interesting? I find this, I was just explaining this to my husband because he couldn't believe me at all. Uh-huh. I, I look back at pictures and I'll show him and I'm like, look how skinny I was and I had no idea. Or look mm-hmm. how fit I was. I'll use a better word. Mm-hmm. How fit and toned I was. I was working out. I was in such great shape. I had no idea. Yeah. And that is, I was like, girls think this all the time. Mm-hmm. We look back and we're like, we had no idea how healthy or great we looked or or maybe not healthy in some cases. Right. And because we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. Well, it's those rose colored glasses that we were talking about. It's, I mean, whatever color the glasses are, yeah. you're not seeing clearly, but you do know that you have glasses on. Absolutely. Yeah. In the back of your mind, you knew that like this feeling that I'm feeling, it can't be right. No. Like something's off. And also the people around me would be like, okay, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. Like we need to hone this in. Like right. they would call me out. My cousin, my best friend, the people I would work with, stylists, okay, we're not seeing what you're seeing. I've always been naturally very thin. And then I would say around like 27, 28, I started to weight lift and get into fitness like heavy. So I, I put on weight for sure. Right. And I was, I, I can't even believe I'm saying this. I became part of like a curvier model type. Right. That was the pressure I was putting on myself. Interesting. Yeah. So I like how you're not trying to pin the blame on anybody because I was hoping there was just one guy who told you that. (laughs) No, never, never. No, that was conditioning and programming from a child that was done to me. And I didn't know better, you know, at 11. What? Like, we don't know. Mm -hmm. So it's something that even to this day, I always say body dysmorphia never fully goes away. We just develop the tools to shut the voice down. Right. And that's what I did. I still have moments, like if I'm walking a carpet, like this weekend is Oscars weekend, you know, and I'm going to events and walking carpets. And I'm like, okay, so like, let me not eat this this weekend. I'm like, you know what? No. Right. Calm down. Mm -hmm. It's like, that was the old you. It's like, you know too much now. Too much. Yeah, you have those tools You can call out the, that's like one of the great things about getting older, I think too, is that like in myself, I've also gone through depressions with Mm -hmm. my kids and I just like, I know when something is chemically off, when something mm-hmm. is a voice in my head that's not the true me, or right. if, I, if it's because I'm too tired. Like we get kind of savvy about knowing like what is going on in our brains. Right. And if you're trying to be an authentic person, you can't pretend that you don't hear those because no. like, we, know. We, we know, we have our answers. We really do. If we listen close enough, we know. But I'm gonna say this, awareness, self-awareness is a gift. And a lot of people, don't listen to that gift or accept that gift. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when we, when we're overthinking, when we have negative self-talk, awareness is going to be the one thing, the initial thing that stops us from doing that. Right? We can stop ourselves in our minds mid-sentence when we're spiraling, when we're overthinking, if we have that self-awareness tool, and that takes practice. It does. It, it's so hard. I, I want our listeners just because I heard this tool in therapy. Just uh-huh. on that note. And I think I might have talked about this with Aurora before, but our thoughts are kind of like a train. And if we're going Mm -hmm. in a bad direction, we have the choice to be like, you know what? This isn't, I don't like where I'm going. I'm going to get off this stop Mm -hmm. and take a new train in the other direction. Mm -hmm. But like you said, a lot of people can't even recognize that. Exactly. So you need to understand that you do in fact have the power to, I don't want to say control your thoughts, but recognize, mm-hmm. I don't like where I'm going. Exactly. I want to go a different way. Yes, and you have the choice. You do. You, you have, the choice. have the choice. And it might hurt for a while. That's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at now, where I'm like, okay, I've been riding high on this train for a while. Like, I've just been, like, 
doing all the things to distract myself because I don't want to sit with my feelings. But I know Mm -hmm. that you have to experience the full range of your emotions in order to move past them. And it sounds like that was something that you were able to do at a certain point in your life. Yes. After all those years. At a certain (laughs) point. Not right away. Like, I want to make it so clear. Like, it took me many years to get to this point to face myself in the mirror. Even though I would stand there all the time, we have to learn to accept when we're ready. You know? And people can tell you until they're blue in the face. And it's not one day. It's oh. it's all the time. It's going to be a journey it's for the consist- rest of your life. Yeah, you have to yeah. be consistent, too. Yeah. That's the thing. It's yeah. like you have to show important. up every day. Remi- that, that's one of the tools I want to start that my sisters all the time is journaling. Because you uh-huh. forget how you feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I stopped drinking for a long time. Just to, like, kind of cleanse my body, go in monk mode. Like, I'm kind of extreme. Like, they're all just, like, hop off the grid for a while. Uh And then, like, you know, month four, I'm like, wait, why am I doing this? I don't even, like, this is stupid. Like, I'm not an alcoholic, so why do I need to cut that out? So then, like, I drank a little bit. I started drinking a little bit more, just, like, casually with my friends. And it's, like, I actually liked myself better when I wasn't doing anything like that. Because it's, like, I was more proud of myself, I think. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that's it. And you probably overall just felt better. Yes. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like just being you, you actually I lasted like longer at the clubs than anybody else. So. <laughs> you did that a great job. Lovely. Yeah. Did, did you enjoy job. yourself still? I enjoyed myself still. It was so it was one of the best experiences I ever did because I learned that like I actually don't need this to have fun. Mm-hmm. I like I learned how to go to a party without drinking. I learned how to socialize without drinking. I learned and I'm somebody who like we've been drinking since we were like 13. Right. Like Seriously. everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. just like you recognized without alcohol, I don't need this. Like I'm still awesome without it. Right. What are some things that you realized after, you know, these last couple of years that I don't need X, Y, and Z, or mm-hmm. I don't need a man, or I don't need this. What don't you need that you can care, you can actually live without now? I don't want to live without this. I'm just going to put this out I think here. I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> <Up here else. laughs> I just want to make this clear. Put this out in the universe. <laughs> I know I don't need a man. I know I don't. I can take care of myself. I'm in very independent. I've actually always been very independent. So that's one of them. But again, universe, like, I don't want to like, <laughs> yeah, like, don't get me wrong here. Okay, don't do that to me. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, guys, if you followed me for a while, you know, I have this new obsession with longevity and living to a hundred. So, you know, I do not mess around when it comes to anti-aging and I love easy, realistic steps I can add to my everyday routine to help support this process. So I recently started taking a brand new omega-3 supplement called Green Fat. Green Fat was created by the founder of Perfect Bar and is a vegan, healthy fat supplement formulated to support the aging process, not fight it. They're all about anti-anti-aging, or as they call it, pro-aging, which I can definitely get behind as aging gives us the most valuable things in life, time. So I've been taking half a tablespoon of their women's pro-aging formula daily. I started with two times a day to speed up the absorption process in my body, and I am loving it. There are tons of amazing benefits that are easy to use, including less inflammation, which, as you know, is kind of the root to all disease and cancers. So anything to fight that, count me in. Enhance fat loss, post-baby, need it and greater gains because your girl likes to get a little booty and a better state of mind. So healthier eyes, healthier skin, all of the things sign me up. So green fat also offers a money back guaranteed with free shipping, meaning they will refund every single penny you paid if you don't feel difference after taking it for two weeks. So try it totally risk-free with the code 
barely filtered for 20% off. So get yours at greenfat.com using code barely filtered for 28% off. I'm on this journey. I started a couple weeks ago and I want you to jump on the same train. And I would love to hear if you're a fan as well. Enjoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past. And the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I'm learning that I don't need to put put so much pressure on myself across the board. And I'm also learning that I I don't need to live in fear. Now, I had this realization actually like a couple days ago, and it was very deep that I, for the majority of my life, have lived in some way, shape, or form with fear as the leader. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that is deep. I, I look back at experiences and things I've done, things I haven't done because I was scared. And I was like, what is the root of all of this? Why has it taken me so long to get to, to A, B, and C? And like, what's driving me? What's not driving me? And the common denominator was fear. And it was alarming, honestly. Like, yeah. even... Masked in responsibility and caution. Yeah. Just like you mentioned with children, that for so long you didn't have them because you it was fear-based. Yeah. I was scared. What was the, I'm trying to think of like the catalyst to it. Connecting deeper with people. Mm. That was a big one. That's a lesson for me lately. Oh, I like opening up this. and connecting deeper. Because you have a large following on it, like over 2 billion or something like that. Or yeah, On Instagram, I have like 1.7. Oh, yeah. I find we're going to have my sister on pretty soon, too. And I, I find I don't know if it's a big following kind of thing or uh-huh. like if you're just but like she also holds back. Like she's like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. afraid of letting people know too much. And we just did a reality show and I was like, you got to give something. I put my whole life on the Which, line. Which, by the way, I watch and I love it. Oh, you thank guys you. are amazing. I was like an open book and like she's just more reserved like personality wise yeah so you're yeah. more like that but too people yeah. crave no matter who you are they crave connection that's Absolute. all people want is connection i know they want to feel like they belong and can relate mm-hmm. yeah and as a coach i know this like i'm fully aware but what's it, the feedback by the way of you being a coach how has that I'm been so positive that i'm overwhelmed yeah that sometimes that imposter syndrome creeps in right and i'm like oh man is this really ha- do I deserve this? Do I deserve this kind of feedback or? Yeah, who am I? I've had all these problems. Yeah. Like, you don't want to listen to me. Imposter I don't know. syndrome is and real. And I'm still not it's perfect. Real. It's like, at all. Like, I hear you being like, I reached my destination yeah. in terms of like, I, I'm at a place where I, I really feel like I could, I could give myself fully to, to people and this is my life calling. 
But we know, like, there's always things, and that voice in our head is always still there. It's a part of you, it is. but it's not a part of you that you need to identify with or listen to. Absolutely. And and every new level of life, we get the choice to say, am I going to bring this old mentality and version with us? Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at. Yeah, diet know? starts tomorrow for me, guys. <laughs> for what? <laughs> it's, it's so funny, too, because my husband is a retired athlete. I find this is very common in athletes, but uh-huh. also musician, actors, you know, people who seem to have it all together and their life is so perfect. Imposter syndrome is so real. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that's a common thing in this industry? Ooh, that's a great question. You know, there's a lot of expectation to live up to a certain lifestyle. When you're in the spotlight, there's this pressure to not ever mess up. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to get canceled, whatever that Mm -hmm. means. Like an I don't know. I'm, I hope that leaves us soon. Hashtag cancel, cancel yeah. culture. Thank but you. I mean, you had a super famous husband. Like, could most women would be fine just being like some arm candy. No. Like, you're. I was never fine with that. Never fine. It would actually make my skin crawl. And this is a very personal choice. Anyone else who lives that, live your best lives. Oh my God. Like, this is your life and do what you want to do. But for me personally, before him, I was a working actor. I was singing. I was modeling since I was 10. Mm-hmm. So this is something I grew up doing. I was already in the industry before I met him. That fateful In-N-Out burger. Man, <laughs> I mean, it started my entire career in and out So like, it's just something that always stuck with me, which is also why I, I couldn't not, what's the word? I couldn't keep living the way I was living, not living up to my full potential. Do you think it's possible for marriage to last forever? Do you think it's responsible mm-hmm. for marriages to last forever? I, I'm struggling with this myself just because I, feel I just like, like my faith is low. And Kristen's I get like, it. we're pulled together. Yeah. Yeah. Don't depress people. She's in the thick of it. So I, I, I get it, girl. I, you guys, I, I promise it. you're just on my journey with me. I'm going to be positive I, I next month. It. I get it. She <laughs> feel like this is the romantic in me. Yes. I feel like Aww. it is possible. But it takes two people who are willing to grow together and be severely uncomfortable together. Yes. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh, wait till you have kids. kids. God, it's the best test. It's serious. It's like, how do you do um, on no sleep? Not well. See, <laughs> I can't, like, that's so crazy. Like, those are the tests, right? And I feel like as, as a couple, a successful one, you both have to be okay with being uncomfortable and having uncomfortable conversations often. It, it's just, this is life and things happen. And they are two, two different people from two different worlds with two different experiences and two different forms of trauma. Mm-hmm. You gotta be comfortable with being uncomfortable and having uncomfortable conversations in order for this to last. Preach. Ooh, I just like, got yeah. the chills. I, like, I believe in that and, so much. And also yeah. knowing that it will pass and knowing <sighs> that like nothing is forever. Cause I nothing. feel like we get, that's the fear that we know is not true. It's like, I don't want to feel that because like it's going to go on forever. Like it's going right. to, you know, it's like, no, it won't. It won't. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And you know, if you don't, if you don't face it now, it's just going to come back later. So those like, lessons always come back. Like, always. Like, What's the number one thing you've learned with men or about men? Mm, the number one thing, what you allow will continue. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. I agree with yeah. that. Teach people how to treat you. I, Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of like half-heartedly say like men are like puppies. You have mm-hmm. to teach them and train them. And when they're good, you say good boy. When they're bad, you say bad boy. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell them, they're just going to keep peeing on the carpet. Yes. It, and all, and all <laughs> of our male, male followers have now left. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, it's the group chat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. What you allow will continue. And in relationships, foundational boundaries are a must. 
and you have to stick with them. I believe in compromise. I believe you can both come to terms that work for both of you. I'm open to that. But at the end of the day, if these boundaries keep breaking. Trust has been broken. Yeah. And I, that's I, the uh, foundation right there. It's so crazy, too, because I this like one guy that I recently started talking to. It's like, I'm pretty sure I've recently found out like. I think he might actually be in a relationship. And he's like, well, we're like over. We're going to like, and I'm like, I can't start a new relationship on this foundation. Like, it's so important, like where you start from. And like when someone shows you who they are the first time, like believe them because it's just statistics. Like Mm -hmm. the odds are if that person is being shady in the beginning, then like that's the tone. That's the tone. Yeah. And and also uh, believing that, what they're doing won't happen to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like I can change them or yeah. I'm different. Cause then you put it's, so much, like you said before, like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Like it's, it's not our responsibility nor within our power, mm-hmm. gratefully so to be responsible for anybody else's actions. So we exactly. can't, it takes a lot of pressure off, but mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a, at first glance, it looks like it's like an ego kind of like, uh, like a shot to our ego that right. we can't change somebody. Right. And no, with this, absolutely. You know, I get that. And with this wealth of knowledge going into this next chapter, you know, we are we're manifesting the man of your dreams. Huh. What are you bringing into this next chapter for yourself uh-huh. and in your future relationships? You know, having had an 18 plus relationship yourself. First and foremost, boundaries right away. Letting my partner know exactly what I want, not tiptoeing around what Which I is want. Mm-hmm. Very common in women. Absolutely. Yeah. We tiptoe and we're like, well, where is he going with he this? Should what know. Is he? he should He's know. He's a mind reader. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> they're no. Not. They're not. <laughs> or like, <laughs> they're <laughs> not. I bend my, my like, you morals just a little bit to fit them? to make it work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like boundaries, being very vocal about what I want, being very vocal about what I don't want is very important. Mm-hmm. Not sacrificing the things that truly fill me up, right. like my career, you know, and then now we're throwing the children in the mix. Like I can't be with somebody now who doesn't want kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's a deal breaker for me. I love know? how this is like an it's, all of a sudden deal breaker overnight. I like what is this? What is this? You guys, we're going to put her Tinder profile right yeah. on the bottom here. <laughs> is she's Tinder still in? I don't I know. Don't know. Like Raya, <laughs> whatever. Raya has not accepted me yet, so I will not be tagging you. <laughs> That's so in the meantime, so you are focusing, are you, are you back into acting? I am. I'm back into acting. So I am quietly in class, building my craft, getting that confidence back. And I can see it in my auditions. That's oh, exciting. Yeah, that. I can see. And I love that you're putting in the work. You're not yeah, just like, no. oh, I have millions of followers. Yeah, no. Like, pick me up. No, it is a craft. It's a craft. Yeah. And I take that craft so seriously. And I want to be taken seriously. Like this is, I didn't wait this long or start this as a child to not be taken seriously. Yeah. Like this is just not even who and I, I am. And I hear that in every aspect of your life. Yeah, and yeah. if you compromise that in one aspect, your career, your relationships mm-hmm. or anything, it bleeds in. How you do Everywhere. one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Oh, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. So just tell us what's next for you. Tell us about this book. You brought the Art of Gratitude, oh, yes. three minute yes. morning ritual journal. So it's more than just a journal. Okay. I wanted to make it like a workbook, something interactive. There's prompts in there. I get you guys thinking deeply or thinking of memories that fill your cup and make you feel grateful. Did I not manifest this? Was this in this? Was it in this episode of the one we just shot before where I was like, I need to start journaling? I just said it. Yeah, there you go. I need to start journaling because I. I don't write things down. I know I need That's to. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. It's my journey with gratitude is is interesting as well because 
when I had that shakeup when I was 30, I started to write a list of things I wanted because, you know, we immediately go to, I want this and I want, you know, I want to attain this and do that or go here, whatever. And then I started writing what I didn't want. And then I stopped. I was like, mm, this doesn't feel right. Does it feel good? Yeah. Yeah. I go, I'm going to start with the things I'm grateful for Aww. because the things that I, I'm grateful for are going to fuel me and motivate me to reach for what I want. Because now when I write down what I'm grateful for, I can look back and be like, wow, I have come this far. Wow, I do have this in my life. Wow, I didn't even realize it. Sometimes, most of the time, we just go. We go and we go and we go and we don't ever look back and be like, I did that. Mm -hmm. Right. And and I think people also don't realize that whether you're thinking about the thing you don't want or the mm -hmm. thing you do want, mm -hmm. you're exactly. going to attract it. Yes. So putting your energy in a place of all these things I don't want, then now here you are with this low vibration. That's right. what you're attracting. Right. So I just love that you're helping people build positive momentum. Yeah, absolutely. Like that was something that if I could give a gift and to, a gift to help start someone on their journey of self-discovery, this is it. This is the first. I, I feel I like love, I needed this today. I love Tomorrow. two things. One, every single page says, I am a work in progress and currently on the pursuit of peace and not just happiness. Yeah. I think that's such a good point because we all, of course, want to be happy. That's what everyone in the world wants. But to have peace with who you are, to look mm -hmm. at yourself in the mirror, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, yeah. peace with your trauma, with your past, that allows you mm -hmm. to grow. Mm -hmm. you, you need to have that. And secondly, I am grateful for, like you said, it's cheesy, but gratitude is the attitude. Yes. And if you can be grateful for it, sometimes I have a journal very similar, but this is replacing it. Thank you. <laughs> it is, it's that I am grateful that I have two legs. See? I am grateful that I can see. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there, there are these small things. We forget that there is so much greatness in, in our, our everyday life in the that little we forget things. in the little yeah. things. Once yeah. you appreciate the little things, you'll mm -hmm. attract the big things. Exact, exactly. And that was my point with this. You know, I it's, love it. That is exactly it. And yeah, it's just my gift to anyone who's looking to discover their, their true self, but through gratitude. And it fuels me. I use it. You know, it's something that I hope in a year from now, because it's 365 days of gratitude, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to read back on everything That's this fun. past year. Because this year for me is transformational to say the least. So this time next year, I'm going to pick it up and be like, wow, like this is crazy. And I hope everyone else does the same. I, I love that. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us all where we can find you, how they yes. can find this book. So the book's everything. available on Amazon. And then you can find me on Instagram at Nazanin Mandy. And then if you would like to join my life coaching community, it's youbloom.com. Oh, I love that. And then yeah. where we, where can we find you on dating apps? Oh, <laughs> <I'm> on TVD. <laughs> decided, yes. Okay, because this bitch is hot. And uh, she's single and she wants babies. Yeah. <laughs> Come get her. <laughs> well, you have just given us a wealth of knowledge Thank in these you. last 40 or so minutes. And I am going to write in here... I am grateful that I got to talk with you today. Oh, and same. thank you for sharing your heart and your vulnerability. Anytime. This, I, our listeners are going to absolutely love this. So oh, thank, yeah. you. I, thank you. I, I, thank you so much, too. I feel like you, you. you were, I manifested you because oh, I feel like you're kind of where I'm going to be uh -huh. next yeah. month. You are. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, Take I it one day at a time. Feel my feelings. And then, um, you know, I'm not going to start mm -hmm. life coaching. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You never know. Yeah, I never know. know. No, no, no. <laughs> Not me. Maybe later. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you. Thank you.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.